Welcome to Hot Topic, where we're going to be honest, open, and transparent. My name's Crystal. And my name is Gladys. And on this episode, we'll be talking about church Church hurt. Okay. So, a lot of the times, people use the phrase church hurt as a very common phrase. But we don't really talk about church hurt mm-hmm. and the general the generalized church hurt as a specific person did this to me or this specific church did this to me. And we both had our own experiences with church hurt mm-hmm. uh, where we came in a place where we experienced what it was in the bad way but we also got good things out of it you know and this is not a video where we're gonna be bashing we're gonna be talking about people this is more of helping people realizing you know church hurt and why we shouldn't really use the word or the term church or um to distance ourselves from church to distance ourselves from god um but using our experiences to tell people like people go through it you know it's something that people eventually anybody a preacher a prophet an apostle an evangelist a deacon an usher like we've all been through church or and that does not determine your relationship with God. It shouldn't even really determine if you should attend a church or not. Um, because church, they, they phrase the church as a hospital. And when you go to a hospital, all you see there is sick people. All you see there is people who need to be attended to. And we all need of God when we go to church. No one's greater no one's lesser than a person even if they're a pastor of the church we all fall short from the glory of god you know and we're going to be talking about you know our experiences in this episode and you know just giving advice and encouragement to those people yeah so um speaking on this topic church hurt um i had my own experiences um throughout the past couple years um it's something that i didn't realize that it was categorized as church hurt until i categorized it as church hurt um but for me my experience was whatever people did to me whatever happened to me i deliberately chose to blame it on god and i didn't want to go to church i did not want to associate myself with any churches because i said well this one church you know the people that were in this church hurt me so much that i categorize every church to be the same thing in the same way and i even i even put god in that category of you know because they hurt me so much in this area i don't want to go to a place where they're just going to do the same thing to me you know, and that's not necessarily the case. The case is, you know, some people are just, they lack a lot of immaturity. They lack, uh, sorry, they lack a lot of um, maturity and they're very immature and they don't know better. So I had to learn when God started to heal me 
I had to learn that they just didn't know any better at the time and I couldn't keep putting the blame on them, not, um, not knowing that there was immaturity. And so when, you, when God begins to heal you and you start to realize these things, you realize, wow, I was immature myself to categorize you know, all churches as, you know, in that category of church hurt or categorize every pastor or first lady in that category of church hurt. I was even immature to categorize God in that particular category as well. Um, I don't know if you want to touch bases on anything that I'm saying. Yeah. I mean, I feel like when we identify people as hurting us in church, um, we take it automatically like it's God's fault Mm -hmm. when you should not compare God to man right God yeah we're created in the image in the likeness of God but we are so fleshly that we can't God is holy God is righteous God is just God is true and we are sinners we were born into sin so we cannot categorize a person to the same level or the same altitude as God. Yeah. And we can't, because this is, this is what, I guess when, I don't consider myself ever being churcher in the aspect of like they hurt me in the church so I left. Like that was never my issue. I was hurt. Of the fact, like, the people that I thought, you know, were for me. The people that I thought that, you know, rooted for me. The people that I thought, you know, cared for me spiritually. The people that I thought were going to drive me spiritually. When I decided to make a decision and follow what God instructed me to do, you know, people turned their backs on me. You know, there was no support. It was like I, I, because I made a choice, it was like they left me. Don't mind our dog, you know. <laughs> but um, I don't really consider it churcher. It was just like I had an expectation. Mm-hmm. I had an expectation for people to respond a certain way. And because they didn't respond that way, I was hurt by it. And sometimes... Even a person that may talk to you recklessly or may do something recklessly or ignorant or mean, a lot of the times they don't even realize that they're doing that to you. They don't realize the effect of their words that that come that come out may affect you or may have wounded you. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know your triggers. So sometimes we blame people for hurting us when they don't even realize they're hurting. Yeah. So now we're walking in this unforgiveness. Mm-hmm. We're walking in not, oh, well, this person did this, this person did that, da 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 And now God is not looking at that person who hurt you. God is looking at you because you won't forgive. Mm-hmm. Because you're expecting God to forgive you but you can't mm. forgive the person who hurt you. Mm, that's good. You know, and mm. sometimes I don't like that phrase, church hurt, because when you get hurt at your job or when your boss disrespects you, do you leave your job? I don't think so. You know, when, and you know what? I, I came to a realization about this the other day. We allow our families 
to do more wrong to us than when we allow somebody else in the street to do to right, us. You're right. And for me, like, that is profound because, like, you allow your family to disrespect you, humiliate you, embarrass you. And then when somebody else does it in the street, you want to argue with them, you want to fight them, not realizing that it's that trauma that you keep in your home because of what your family's done and things like that. And that goes on with church hurt. Like, yeah. we expect things from the people of God because they are um, walking with God. Because they're in yes. church, but because we have this title of we're Christians. And yeah, we should be different than the people of the world. Mm-hmm. We are called to be different. We should not blend in with the people of the world. But at the same time, we're human. Yeah. You know? And human will fail you. And that's why I said, like, we should never compare man to God because God never fails even when man fails you that's not God's fault you know uh, something that you touched on was um, um, how you know how they how your family treats you and how you know we even categorize that into the you know church work category and we allow people to do worse things outside of church to us rather than you know being able to so sorry our dog is choking are you okay okay i'm so sorry um we allow people to do as dirty you know outside in the street and then when you come to church you just can't handle a simple disagreement or agree to disagree or okay you don't understand where i was coming from okay let's move on together in a healthy way one of the biggest things that I realized that some churches or majority of churches nowadays still don't know how to do is to have a civil conversation, to have a very transparent, honest conversation. Like, okay, you hurt me. Um, you hear me out. I'm going to tell you how you hurt me. Um, whether you want to ask for forget or, you know, apologize to me or not, that's fine, but let's move on. What's next? We can't do that because then we start holding grudges. We start saying, or start looking at them differently or don't want to talk to them. And that's when we start creating this, um, division in the church and the ministry. And then we wonder why our churches can't grow because we're so stuck on this. Well, she did this to me or he did this to me. And I will be honest, I was in that I was in that category. I was that person who did hold a grudge. I was that person who did, you know, signal that person because they hurt me. And then everything they did to me, I blame God. Well, God, why did you allow this to happen to me? This is your fault. You allowed this to happen. But in reality, it wasn't God's fault. It was just a misunderstanding between two human beings that couldn't come to an agreement to agree to disagree. And so there's a, a big lack of um, maturity in the church nowadays where you can't have a crucial conversation. Churches don't know how to have crucial conversations without getting your feelings hurt. If I need to tell you something as my you're my pastor and I want to have a conversation with you and I express something to you, it's not for you to get your feelings hurt. It's not for you to be all up in your feelings. It's how can you help me spiritually to move forward even if you don't agree with what I'm telling you. And so the biggest thing for me was I had to forgive. I had to learn that 
you know, it wasn't their fault. I had to learn that, yes, things had to happen in my life for a reason to get me to where I'm at now, but I didn't see it back then. I didn't see it that way back then. And I did categorize myself as the church did hurt me. Um, not only including the, um, you know, the pastor or the first lady, you know, there was leaders, leaders that hurt me. There was um, church members who hurt me. There was a lot that went into my journey. And um, back then I did not appreciate it, but I appreciate it now. I actually thank God that I was able to go through that season of my life i was able to go through that journey because i am bigger i'm better i'm stronger i understand i have more wisdom more knowledge and i can actually help other people who have gone through what i've gone through to say you know what hey it's not the church's fault it's not the pastor's fault it's not you know the first lady or the church member that's not the case you just had a misunderstanding they just don't understand where you're coming from and that's okay but you don't have to leave the church and just never go back to church you know what i'm saying you know you have to give and take and there has to be that 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 reciprocation that you know you give me something i give you something in return you know there has to be that that 50 50 you know it's not just all on one side it's how can we both come together as one body like the word of god says one body in christ and come in unity and try to work the, through that together so i feel like i said a lot <laughs> it was good it was good he was passionate i, I felt that i felt very passionate <laughs> this this topic is very passionate to me because it's something that i lived it's something that we lived it's something that a lot of people nowadays are still going through some people don't want to go back because of the way somebody looked at you or they judged you or you felt that they judged you or you know you you're just a different breed you dress different your makeup is different your hair is different um whatever the case may be you're just different but that's okay it's not necessarily that um you know your, your church hurt is maybe god just didn't need you in that ministry for a reason maybe god needs you somewhere else in a different ministry where you're uh, God-given talents can be used where God can use you to your greatest potential because maybe the place where you were at, it just wasn't meant for your destiny and your purpose in that time. So, I agree. I feel like a lot of the times people who are in church are the most critical people, are the most judgmental people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like they think that they have the audacity just to be pointing fingers because they've been saved. Got a whole title on it and all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they just feel like because they've been saved, they got a title, they got a position, they are allowed yeah. to just put you down when you do faults. Mm -hmm. Not realize. And then they doing faults themselves. They living in sins themselves, you know, but don't point them out. Yeah. You know, and I've learned, like, there's a lot, especially, like, youth and young adults who refuse to go to church because they they feel like they're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. They feel like they're going to be hypocrites. They feel like um, they're not going to be accepted for who they are. And I feel like, for me, like, that is the most saddest thing. Because if we're talking about a God of love, a God that gave his only begotten son for our sins yeah. you can't accept somebody because of how they dress because of the culture they decide to live in and if this person is desirable for god no matter what situation no matter mm -hmm. what circumstance they're in that's an opportunity for us as christians as believers to take that person in to capture that person for god but instead 
we talk about them. Mm. Instead, we may be smiling in their face, but we backstab with them when, as soon as they walk out that door. You know? <laughs> and it's just sad to know, like, this is what the world thinks of Christians. Oh, yeah. This is what the world thinks of believers. And there are people who are Christians that they're just churchgoers. They just go to church. They leave. They go to church Sunday. They leave. And they live their, their life. But they don't represent God in any other way except on Sundays. Yeah. It's like I was, I think you sent me this video or I was watching it. I don't know. But <laughs> this woman said, what if I only spoke to my husband twice in a week? That wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't even, so she said, what if I only spoke to my husband twice a week? I come home. I ignore him. We don't talk until Sunday or until Bible study. Mm. What kind of connection are you building there? You don't have one. You don't have a connection. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we... We both grew up in the church mm. as kids, you yeah. know, like, and, but we've learned different things, even growing up in the church as kids. We yeah. learn tradition and culture. Yeah, that's where it's at. And religion. Mm-hmm. And that is the thing that as you get older and you try to find who God is in your own life yes. and who God wants to see who God wants you to see him for in your life, that's when things become chaotic. Yeah. Because now you're believing a God who may look different to somebody else. Mm-hmm. So that's when hurts come. That's when people begin to talk. That's when pe- people begin to look at you a different way or thinking that you're godly more than them. It's just a lot of the things that happen in church. Because church can be a whole drama show i tell you that for a fact like church can be something that it could be like a loving hip-hop type of thing or, or a green leaf or something, <laughs> you know like because it, it's, it's a lot of drama that goes into the church because it's the immaturity yes it's the people believing because of the titles and the positions they have this authority you know or the pride that comes because we don't realize that the enemy uses it he can use your position Mm -hmm. and your authority to make you believe that you have more power than god himself absolutely over his people Mm -hmm. over his sheep you know and that's why you have to find a church that accepts you for you not every church is going to accept you for who you are, for how you dress, for how you talk, things like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, for example, myself, you know, I'm a very, I'm a different breed. You know, like I am a person, I like to wear men's clothes. You know, I like to dress down more than I like to dress up. Um, I'm not a girl who always likes to wear makeup and things like that. So, like, it was hard to always wearing skirts and dressing up on Sundays and, you know, things. It was just, it was so, this is why, you know, I just want to give a shout out to the current church that I'm in and the pastor that I have (laughs) in the first lady I have because we came there broken. Mm 
literally broken. We, yeah. we, we came there looking for healing. And for a man who really did not know us in the level of the capacity spiritually, he was able to, by God, use him to heal us, mm -hmm. to prophesy to our lives, to get to where we are today. And I thank him. Um, if he even watches this, like, you already know who I'm talking about. But, um, and I think... You know, my co-pastor as well, because they embraced who we were, you know, and they embraced what we had to bring to the table. Yes. And I love the fact that he knew what we carried. Mm -hmm. You know, he knew the potential we had, but we weren't walking in it, mm -mm. you know, and he ain't force us. He ain't push us. He literally allowed us to take our time. And sometimes you won't hear pastors let you take your time in your situation. Let you deal with how you're dealing. Let you feel with how you're feeling. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes like you need to get up. You need, you know, God, God's waiting on you, you know. And I heard that a lot. Yeah. And sometimes... We push things to the burner and put things on the shelf and it puts so much hurt that all like we don't deal with it. Right. So when something like church church comes, it explodes way excuse me, way too big mm -hmm. because we was always so we need to get up. We can't sit down for too long, we can't cry for too long, God's waiting on us. And we felt like we could never feel, you know. I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but yeah. <laughs> but it was like I think that's for a different episode. <laughs> yeah. But the point of this video was to let you know, like church chirp, it happens. Yeah. But it can identify your relationship with God. Mm, absolutely. And let me say this: like church, going to a church is important. Like since COVID. This online stream—I don't even know how y'all do it. It ain't for me. It ain't for me either. Like, <laughs> I need to be engaged. I need to be in the service. You need I a fellowship somewhere. Yes. Congregate somewhere. Have a, a body next to you. Yes, like Where I, I two, need three that. Or more gathered. The Lord is there. So. That's what I'm saying. And you know, two or three y'all may be watching it online, but it's a different. It's atmosphere. A, it's, it's different. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying because I've watched people through you know their live stream or their videos and things and god has revealed god has you know healed me god has delivered me through those videos but at the same time you need that that congregating mm -hmm. that fellowship you know like it doesn't even have to be at a physical church to be honest but if you have let's say you have a bible study at your home it's going to be different when you have all those people gathered together in unity and one in God versus you by yourself and you on the phone with somebody. Right. You know, it's just different. And that's mm -hmm. why I encourage whoever feels church or whoever has experienced anything that we have talked about, you know, you can reach out to us. Mm -hmm. We can guide Absolutely. you. Yeah. But most importantly, one, forgive. That's huge. You have to forgive. 
And it's not forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person. It's for you. It is for you. You need to walk in freedom. Mm-hmm. You need to walk in forgiveness. Forgive yourself for holding those grudges, for holding that hurt, for for going through what you went through. Because sometimes we feel guilty, you know, and we have to forgive ourselves. Yeah. And secondly, find a spiritual mentor. Yes, that's huge. You need somebody to guide. You don't know it all. I don't know it all. She don't know it all. Mm-mm. Even if God speaks, you still need a covering yes. over your life. Mm-hmm. You know, you need to have fellowship with a congregation. You mm-hmm. know, find a congregation, find a church, find a pastor who connects with you, who connects with your spirit. Yeah. You know, and you will find in that journey, like God is going to heal you. God is going to restore you. God is going to show you things you've never seen before, but you have to try God. Yeah. You have to try God and not put him in the standpoint and the altitude of man because he is not man. Right. You have anything else to say? Uh, No, I think you said it all for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, this topic can go on for days. I mean, there's so much to this topic that, um, I mean, we might just do a part two for this, you know, later in the future, um, because I think there is more to this specific topic that um, that does need discussed. But the biggest thing that she discussed on that um, I encourage you as well is forgiveness is huge. You have to forgive in order to move on to be in the ministry where you are destined to be in. You have to forgive, have to forgive. And you also have to let go of that guilt. The guilt will eat you up. If you do not allow God to to heal your heart, um, that guilt will consume you. I speak from experience, and I'm sure she can speak as well. The guilt will just eat you up. Um, Just forgive. Forgive. Move on. God has bigger and better things for you. Whoever's watching, whoever's listening, uh, we will be praying for you guys. Again, if you need anything, just reach out. We are always available here for you to pray for you, to encourage you. But the biggest thing we're going to tell you is if you haven't forgiven, you have to forgive. Yes. Find a church. Find a church. That is huge. Yes. Congregate Find somewhere. Find a church. If you don't believe in church, I beg of you to reconsider. Yes. Reconsider. And... Like, well, I don't know what church to go to. Well, the church I go to is online. Just find a church. Just see the difference. Just try it out. Yeah. You, like, the way we got to the church we are today, it was God himself. I tell you <laughs> it's a quick story. And then we'll be done. And we'll be done. <laughs> we went, we weren't in church. Um, I, I, when I left the church that I was in, I was out of church for eight months. And being in church for the age of 13, like officially in church, church to when did I leave? Like I was like 19, 19, 20. No, that was like 21. No, it's a little bit. I think 22, 22, whatever. Anyway, somewhere, <laughs> somewhere around there, 21, 22. But, um, leaving there and not going to a church i was watching online i was watching transformation church michael todd and it was different because i knew i can watch whenever yeah. it wasn't a commitment day i would watch it i wouldn't watch it on live you know so 
I I did see a drain in my spiritual life. But we went to the park. Whatever. And I made a joke. I was like, we should go to St. John. <laughs> and honestly, God... God, God is our witness. Me. God is our witness. I was being petty. Like, <laughs> it wasn't because I wanted to go there or whatever. It was just because it was a lot of talk about this pastor. And I was just like, let's just go. Or whatever. And... I was like, nah, I'm just joking or whatever. Because she was actually considering it. And I was like, nah, I'm just joking. This yeah. boat comes literally after like a minute after we were talking. <laughs> and it literally says St. John. And we went that following Sunday to that church. And we've been there since. You know, like, that's how you know, like, just was, ask was God. Was and I wasn't even really asking God. But... God hears even in your humor talk. Yes, he takes you serious. Like, you know, so just find a church. Even if you've been to a church, like, God is still able. There is nothing impossible for God. I don't care how hurt you've been, because I was there too. I don't care how hurt you've been. God is able and willing to heal you if if you want to be healed, if you want to be transformed, if you want to be in a different um level dimension of your life because i believe you who are watching her listening and you relate to this you are currently in a place where you're not happy and you're and you're ready for more you want more but you're struggling this area um just surrender to god the moment you surrender to god and you say yes to god wholeheartedly i mean in an instant god will transform your life thanks for watching thank you for listening hot topic and we will see you guys on the next episode. All right. Let's.